Welcome to Declassified College, a podcast where we give you all the cheat codes needed to pass this level in your life. Each week, we share three short episodes filled with clips of our interviews with students from across the United States and occasionally an interview with an industry expert to answer all of your questions about attending university. College can be what sets you up for a prosperous career, or it can be the four years that when you look back on it, you wish that you did it different. We're here to make sure that you have all the information so that by the time you walk across that stage, you're ready for the so-called real world that the boomers love to talk about. My name is Justin Wynn, and it's about time we declassified college. This is part two of our interview series with Blessing Adagame. Part one was really about her journey from coming from the United Kingdom all the way to the United States for her last year of high school and then transitioning into college and what that looked like for an international student. Part two is all about the tactics when it comes to LinkedIn, how students can not only use their profile, but also leverage content to meet the right people on LinkedIn and grow their network. Continuing off of our last episode, Blessing answers the question, But what content should I create as a student? I'm not an expert at anything. So let's jump into that. So there's always a way that you as a student can put yourself up in a way that your experiences are valuable, whether you studied abroad, whether you are going to college in a completely different city or a completely different country from where you're brought up in, whether you had a class project. You know, there are all these things that we as students actually think are small or insignificant, but it really just depends on how we want to portray that story. And that's really where the power is. And that's how we can leverage LinkedIn, as people like to say. 100%. So I think one of the most important parts about a profile is your summary or the about section. And I think a lot of students get this wrong because they will essentially just regurgitate their resume into their about section. And it's just like, okay, well, if I read your your about section, what's different from this section to your experience section to your resume? It all looks the same. Why would I want to read the same thing three times? Um, Do you have any tips for students on how to differentiate themselves with their summary section? Yeah, I'm in this stage as well. Or I went through the stage where I honestly, I framed my summary in a way that it would impress recruiters because I was like okay this is a place I can get internships and things like that so I honestly just wanted to impress recruiters so I would just you know put a bunch of keywords there talk about my technical skills all of that stuff but I realized that that doesn't necessarily make me different it doesn't necessarily make me stand out but what does is weaving in my holistic story so even if I am a computer science major and I talk about these classes that I did I can add in how I got into computer science because not everyone has that traditional background of, you know, taking CS classes when they were in high school. I think what makes you stand out from other computer science majors is, you know, how you got interested in that field or what projects you've worked on on the side outside of school. So your summary, I always see like that your LinkedIn is an extension of your resume, but not just an extension as in, you add more flesh to it and you talk more about your technical experience or, you know, other experiences that you've had, but you talk also about the 
personal side of things. And I, I know a lot of people don't think that, you know, the professional side and the personal side of things should mix. But I think that's the only way that you can make yourself stand out because even in interviews, you can have X amount of candidates and they all come to you talking about the technical experience they've had, the internships that they've done, their previous roles, but it doesn't make any of them stand out. What does is adding on some personal experiences that you've had. And that's how you also relate to people because they can empathize with you. They can resonate with your story. Exactly. And everyone's story is different, like you said, but everyone's degree is essentially the same. Like You can't differentiate yourself with your degree. Millions upon millions of other students are graduating with a very similar degree who have taken very similar classes um, as as you, I, or whoever is graduating with a, a tech degree, right? So, okay, so got our summary, amazing. But I think the another thing that students struggle with when it comes to LinkedIn is how to actually use it to network. I hate the word networking. I like to use the word like building relationships because I feel like the word networking means like you're just trying to meet someone to get a job. But I think the best way, and at least for me, whenever I've gotten, whether it's consulting gigs or anything like that, it's usually come from like a friend or, or someone that I've built an actual relationship, not just someone who I've met, taken their business card, and that's just about it. Um, how do you go about connecting with people and reaching back out to them to either hop on phone calls or, again, building upon that relationship? Mm-hmm. I think for me, even when I first started, I didn't really know who to connect with. There was one thing of connecting with other other students at Drexel University, connecting with family members I knew, things like that. But it's like, okay, what do you do next? Because this is still your your circle. These are still your, I guess, like your first connections. The easiest thing to do if you're struggling to know who to connect with is utilizing the alumni tool. Whether you want to be specific and say, okay, I want to connect with someone that works at, my, at Google currently, but went to my college there is an easy way that you can filter and figure out who you can connect to that's an alumni. So I definitely encourage every student or just everyone in general to connect with your alumni because that's that's an easy way to to start a conversation. It can be as easy as, hey, I saw that you, you graduated two years ago and now you work at XYZ or now you do this. I would love to talk with you, talk about how you were able to get through college, you know, things like that. Outside of, you know, your, I guess, like your college network. I think when it comes to connecting with people, in order to make things organic and natural, you need to connect with people that you resonate with on some sort of level, whether you're interested in what they do, whether you're interested in what they've done. I personally can't force connections. I can't force a conversation with someone. I can't force to hop on a call with someone. But if I'm really interested in what they do or something that they've posted or something that they've shared, it just makes things easier. And so I guess encouragement or giving people a push is just if you see content on your timeline or you see something about someone that interests you, just send them a message saying, hey, I saw that you do this. And I would love to know more about your experience. I would love to know more about your journey to get to where you are, things like that. And people love talking about themselves. So as long as you you reach out to people in an organic way, then they're more than likely going to help you out. Exactly. People love talking about themselves. (laughs) What have been some crazy stories of maybe people that you've hopped on phone calls with that you would have never thought that uh, you'd be able to have a chat with? Yeah. Um, I think for me, 
there will be less of phone conversations, but more of in-person connections or in-person meetings. I went to California for the first time last summer. It was for a Google student retreat. And I had an extra day in California. And I was like, okay, who do I know out there that I can meet up with? And honestly, I didn't know that many people, but I was looking through my LinkedIn connections, actually. And I saw that the the head of head of staff of talent acquisition at LinkedIn, she was in the Sunnyvale office. And I'd never spoken to her before. I knew that we were connections, but I'd never spoken to her before. So I loved her profile and how she's a people person, how she loves building relationships. So I connected with her on that foundation. And I talked about students of LinkedIn and how, you know, I've I've built my brand and built my experience on LinkedIn. And so I reached out to her. And a few days later, she replied and we ended up meeting and we had coffee together at the LinkedIn office. And so I think from there, it really made me realize that people are people are just humans. Like it's, it's, it's as simple as that, because I could have looked at her profile and said, oh, wow, she's a head of staff. How am I? Who am I to meet with her? You know, I'm just a what was I a pre-junior at the time? Who am I to meet with someone in a high position like that? But I didn't really look at her at her status or like at her title like that I was drawn more towards who she was as a person what she was interested in and that's really that's really how I've been able to make great connections like that because I focus less on the titles but more of who that that person is and what they're interested in yeah that's the craziest thing that I've learned too is like literally people are just people like whether you're the CEO of Google or LinkedIn whatever it may be or you're the janitor or anyone like that. Like at the end of the day, a conversation is a conversation with someone. And what really comes down there is just if you're able to connect with them on some sort of level, whether it's business or maybe you guys like the same sports teams or do the same work, whatever it may be, like just finding that connection point and being able to elaborate on that with someone else. I think people just enjoy conversations and that's what it really comes down right. to when it, when it gets, especially that in-person a connection but that's crazy that you got to meet with uh, the chief of staff of linkedin and that kind of came through through linkedin okay so we're starting to get towards the end of of the episode um what are some quick tips that you have for students that we haven't talked about just yet i would talk about honestly if anything i want to go back to content creation and how that's that's a way that students can really do a lot of things when it comes to building relationships or or getting speaking gigs, or getting internships, it really started with me. I got all of these opportunities through the content that I created. And, you know, living in this digital age, that's how you put yourself out there. That's how you differentiate yourself. I have a lot of people saying, you know, there are a lot of places, there are a lot of areas that are saturated, whether it's podcasts or blogs, but it's like, there is something specific that you bring to the table that no one else can. And that is your story. That is your experience. So whether you think that posting content on LinkedIn is saturated, it's not because your voice isn't out there. You haven't told your story yet. So whatever way you see, you know, doing that, whether it's through videos or articles or just anything, I would just encourage everyone to find what it is that they're passionate about, find what it is that they feel like they can add their voice to and just put that out there in the world because you never know what recruiter, what CEO or what, what other student can resonate with your story. 
Exactly. All right. So I've got a couple last questions before we go. I think the question that everyone would love the answer to is, how do I use LinkedIn to get an internship or a job or anything like that? If you could give like a quick step-by-step approach on how to use LinkedIn to do that, how would you? Okay. So number one, I would say, again, going back to content, but also how you portray your profile. You want to put as much information out there. So whether a professional or a recruiter looks at your profile, they know what you're interested in. Number two, I would say build your connection. So an easy way to get your foot in the door to to allow companies to see you, to get that exposure is through alumni. Whether it's a recruiter or a professional, reach out to alumni that could help you get your foot in the door, can help you look at your resume or can help you, can help direct you to the right person. Number three, I would say build, just build, build something, whether it's a project that you can then expose on LinkedIn or it's a course that you created and you can expose that on LinkedIn. These are all ways that you you expose yourself so that more people are attracted to your profile, more people can see what it is that you want because, you know, you could be the best programmer out there, but if no one knows who you are, then you're not going to go anywhere. So really just putting it out there into the world, into LinkedIn, what is that you want, who you are. And I think that is how I've been able to get many of my internships, many opportunities by just showing people what I can do and what I am willing to do to help them out. I love it. All right. So before I ask the last question, uh, where can people connect with you? Where can they find all your content and everything like that? Yeah, so definitely LinkedIn. Uh, my name is Blessing Adugame. And you can feel free to connect with me on Instagram as well. Blessing underscore A. Perfect. All right. So final question. What is a question that you wish that I asked you? Ooh. <laughs> um, oh, wow. <laughs> I would say the question that I wish you'd asked me was what was the experience that made you who you are today? Okay, so what was that experience? <laughs> so I guess we kind of talked about it at the beginning, but I think just the whole idea of moving to America made me who I am today because I realized that, especially going to college, I was spending a lot more money coming to America and studying in America than I would have in in the UK. So that kind of triggered me to really take advantage of where I am in my situation as a student studying in America. And honestly, I would say that's how I've gotten to where I am now. That's how I have everything that I have now, because I had that mindset mindset shift and it allowed me to think beyond my situation. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all. So make sure you check out our website, www.getchillgrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Get Chill Grind Up. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.